When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, folks. Matthew Bivens here. And because you're listening to this show, I know that you want to have the most extraordinary life possible. I'm talking about a life with purpose where you do meaningful work, have fulfilling relationships, and feel healthy and thriving. But many times, having all of that doesn't seem possible. You have the happy career, but you are lacking in health. You have meaningful relationships, but you feel lost and without purpose. Well, now there's a way for you to see exactly how you stack up in the most important areas of your life so that you can accelerate your self-growth and truly live the life of your dreams. Using my free tool, The Abundance Benchmark, you will gain deep and valuable insight into six essential areas of life. It's absolutely free, and you can get yours right now at www.matthewbivens.com. I know this stuff is super important to you, so don't put off your personal development any longer. Grab the free Abundance Benchmark and get to having it all. Welcome to Having It All. My name is Matthew Bivens, and each week I bring you conversations and insights that explore the question, what does having it all mean to you? My goal is to leave you with stories you can relate to and messages you can take action on so that you can create an abundant, loving life. I am so excited that you're here to hang out with me today. Now, let's jump right into this episode. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Ruby Freeman. Ruby is all about self-love. She is a coach, catalyst, and igniter, helping people bust down their limiting beliefs, conquer their biggest fears, and get unstuck. Ruby believes that you can absolutely have it all without sacrificing a thing. So it's pretty obvious we are speaking the same language here. Ruby, thank you so, so much for joining me today on the show. How are you being today? I am being very well today, embracing my limitless potential and absolutely loving life. Thank you so much for having me. (laughs) Wow, what a response. (laughs) That was amazing. Embracing limitless potential. That's, that's 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 something to put on the refrigerator or your bathroom mirror right there. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, uh, for those listening, I have been a fan of Ruby for um, a while now, um, as well as my wife, Sarah, and she'll be, she'd be remiss if I did not give you a shout out from her. Sarah says hello. And uh, <laughs> Hi, <Sarah. laughs> we, we've been, you know, we followed you online and your, your brand and your message around self-love is just so amazingly powerful. And um, I think that you and I have so much to talk about. Um, but where I want to start is I want to give you an opportunity just to share um, exactly what it is that you do. 
Yes, definitely. So I refer to myself as a coach, a catalyst, and an igniter. But really what I do is I help people break through the bullshit that's holding them back from living a life that they truly love. And I believe that the reason why people have so much bullshit on their path is because they don't truly have that deep loving relationship with self. So I help people break down to that point of cultivating a deep loving relationship with self and really understanding what they truly want, need and desire in their life so that everything they build on top of that is fully aligned with who they are. That's a, that's a huge thing to be playing for and a huge thing to be coaching people on. How did you get into that, um, that specific type of work? I got into it. Um, I was inspired through my own journey and, um, Long story short, I went from a life of partying, addiction, and abusive relationships, complete self-hate, to the life I live today. And I didn't think it was possible. And I and I believed it was impossible until I finally mustered up the courage and the determination to do the work. So now that I know that it's possible. I want everyone to know that it's possible because I get how lonely that place can feel when you're in the midst of the darkness and you're sitting at rock bottom and you feel alone and you feel hopeless. And I just want people to know that it's not hopeless, that there is hope and all it requires is you taking action. Wow, absolutely. And you mentioned the bullshit that people put in their path. Um, What does that tend to look like? Well, the bullshit I'm referring to is fears, limiting beliefs, um, excuses, whatever it is that's getting between you and that life you truly desire, right? Because we all have somewhat of an understanding of what we truly want to experience in life. Some of us are courageous enough to admit it. Some of us don't even want to admit it. And that's because we don't love ourselves enough to believe that it is possible for us. So we put all this bullshit in front of us and then we blame other people or our circumstances for the um, quality of our life when really that is in, that's within our power. Mm. I, I like that. Uh, a lot of that, what you talk about is around self-love mm-hmm. because uh, I, I believe personally that that's where it, it begins. And so again, that's, you know, that resonated with me when um, I was first introduced to, to you and your Facebook group um, the, what is the name of your Facebook group again? Just to make sure I don't forget it. The self love, the self love tribe, Yeah, the self love tribe. And it's all right there in the title. And so, you know, I, I do want to get into your story a bit because I do think it will resonate with listeners and, uh, we can, we can go through it a bit and talk about your journey to self love. But, um, let's start with what was life like for you growing up? Growing up, life was pretty good. Um, I grew up in a very love-filled household where family was something that we all valued heavily. You know, as much as my dad worked, he always made sure he was home for dinner every single day. And we talked about our goals. We talked about life. Now, where things got a little messy is the expectations. So the expectations of where my life would lead me was very different in my eyes than it was in my parents' eyes. So even though they were doing their best as parents, 
in my mind, what it felt like, it felt like it was just constantly not enough. I wasn't mm-hmm. enough for them and I wasn't doing enough. I wasn't being enough. I wasn't accomplishing enough because my journey looked so different than what they wanted for me. Now, at this point in my life, I can see that. But at that point, I just felt like I wasn't enough. And that was the beginning of the depletion of my self-worth. Um, once I hit, I got married really young. I got married when I was 20 and, you know, in your twenties, you think, you know, everything. And I thought I knew exactly what I wanted. And I was married for five years. The marriage ended and it left me feeling very much alone because throughout that marriage, I just, I was so confused. I didn't understand what I truly wanted, but I knew that what I was in wasn't what I wanted. And that was also the point in time when I was diagnosed with, um, for the first time, diagnosed with depression, with anxiety, with PTSD. Um, I was also diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis, with fibromyalgia, a whole slew of things. And basically, they said it was due from trauma, emotional trauma. So that's a lot for someone in their early 20s to deal with. And I was given a huge concoctions of prescription medicine to deal with it. And so by the time I was 22 years old, I was on five different prescriptions for all sorts of things. And that was when my addictive behavior began because I learned how to numb out. I learned that if I took more than one of of these pills, I could feel less. And then if I take another one, I'll feel even less. And then it just began this pattern of numbing out because numbing out felt better than feeling the pain that I was in. When I got divorced and I entered the stage of of really feeling lonely, I began to fill it with with people, with partying, with all sorts of things. And it was really the first time in my life where I experienced freedom because I went from living with my parents to living with my then husband to now living on my own in my mid-20s for the first time. And that was when things started to go really awry. My partying became like a necessity. I fed off of it, the alcohol, everything just, it made me forget things for a while. And that forgetting where I was at and what I was feeling felt really good. I then started to date um, men that really just didn't treat me very well. And with each breakup, my choice in men got worse and worse. And I ended up in a four and a half year relationship in my late twenties. That was the most emotionally and verbally abusive relationship I'd ever been in. And I put up with it. I put up with it for four and a half years. I knew that there was betrayal and infidelity going on deep down inside. I knew it was going on, but I denied it. I denied it with all my heart. I denied it when people would tell me I denied it all the time. Arguments with him would always end up with me apologizing. It was just a very unhealthy situation, yet I chose to be in it. And it was during this relationship when I found um, hard drugs and I started getting into that and I didn't have an off switch. So I could party for two days straight. I just didn't know how to stop. I would shut down when my body shut down. And I didn't think it was an issue at the time because I worked in nightlife. I worked as a nightlife promoter. That was just what we did. And so I didn't think I had a problem because I was only doing this maybe three nights a week. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family 
cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It wasn't until I got out that I realized that there's a real issue. When that relationship ended, that four and a half year relationship, it ended only because I was faced with undeniable proof that the infidelity was going on and it was going on for the full four and a half years. And it really shook me up because it was then that I realized that I was choosing to be with this person that deep down inside I knew what was happening, but I had continued to stay and that I was choosing to just continue to pull up, put up with the bullshit because I honestly thought that that's what I deserved. And that's when I came face to face with the reality of like, oh my God, why do I feel like I deserve this? Why do I feel like I don't deserve better? And that, that was March of 2012. And that's when I began my journey to self-love and really prioritizing me and my relationship with self and doing whatever I needed to do to improve that relationship. But I'll, I'll be the first to admit that that journey is not easy and it's tough. And it's not like I went from self-hatred to self-love in a week or a month. It took a long, I'm still on this journey, you know, four years later, I'm still on this journey. And it takes a lot of time and it takes a lot of dedication. It takes a lot of backward steps and failures and falling down. But what mattered was I continued to pick myself back up get back on my path and do the work. I mean, it, it's a determination to create a life that would leave me feeling good. And that determination is what helped push me forward. Wow. That's amazing. That is a, a powerful, powerful story. And there's a lot of that you said in there that I, I want to go back and touch on. Um, sure. one, of them, one of them was your aha moment. Because you talk mm-hmm. about your aha moment on your website, on the My Story mm-hmm. section of your website. When you, yeah. when you had that aha moment, did, did that happen by yourself? Did, 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 were you able to get there? Did your mind just switch? Or was there an outside influence, a person, or something that helped you to have that epiphany that then had, you know, sent your life on a different trajectory? I got to that aha moment on my own and Mm. it was because um and I remember the moment I remember everything about it I was on the floor of my apartment I was crying my eyes out and I was asking the same damn question I would always ask myself when shit hit the fan it was why me why Mm. me and I just found myself repeating that and heaving and all of a sudden I realize that I'm singing the same song that I've sung so many times when the common denominator is me. And it just made me realize so much. And it was like this really hard 
moment to face to realize that I I was choosing this and that the reason I was choosing it was because I really just didn't love myself and that I really honestly and truly thought I was worthy of this type of life. I mean, I was so ashamed and so ridden with guilt. I just, I knew that this realization was an opportunity. And if I didn't take it, the next situation would be even worse than this. And I just didn't want to go there. I was so done with it. Because it sounded like the pattern of choices, it was just taking you further and further down. And you had that realization that I'm creating this, I'm choosing. And then you said to yourself, I'm going to choose something different. Yes, exactly. That's powerful. That's real. That's real. Thank you for sharing that. (laughs) You're welcome. I like how you said when you when you started on your your journey to self love, which you're on, which you're still on. Um, I like the way that you said the fact that you're still on it because you know it took however many years to create that script of of self loathing, self hate, of you know all of those things you you were saying to yourself that we say to ourselves, and then we want to flip that script and rewrite it and have it stick overnight. Mm-hmm. So I love the fact that you said, you know, it, I'm, I've been on this journey of self-love for four years and I'm still on it because mm-hmm. for, for folks who've been in your shoes, for the person out there who's listening, who's like, ah, I've been in, you know, she's describing me and then turn around and you want to have everything change overnight or in a week or in a month or in a year. It's not very realistic because it took, you know, potentially decades to write that script in the first place. Right. I mean, it's what I say all the time is that there's no magic button. There's no secret sauce. There's no secret formula. The formula simply is work, is doing the work. And when people ask for advice from like a hundred different, um, a hundred different people, or when you read a hundred different self-help books, if you're not doing the work, I mean, at the end of the day, if you're not doing the work, it's not going to work. Yeah, that's very true. I think that um, the, the space that, that we're in, that you work in, that this podcast is about, the self-development, like you said, self-help, um, it is very easy to consume the material and, mm-hmm. to, and to feel that because you're consuming the material, um, you are going to experience the big shift that you're looking for. You know, I, I do think that small shifts can happen by consuming the material because I think it, it starts subconsciously to, to reprogram and rewire some of those beliefs in your brain. But like you're saying... To make those big shifts, you have to take action. Right, you do. What are some of the actions that you, um, you, you coach your clients on, you recommend your clients take when they're facing you know, similar situations that you've been in? Yeah, so let me um, clarify that the people that I work with and, and I choose to work with as clients are people that have already dropped the victim mentality. And mm. what I mean by that is if someone is in a space of believing why me, I will not work with them because I want to work with clients who are empowered to create change. And as long as you're in the victim space, you are not empowering yourself to create change. So just to, to clarify that, but the first thing (laughs) you're welcome. So the first thing that I do is, so these people, my clients, they're already in the space of understanding that in order to change, they need to create change. They get that. So I give them one of the hardest tasks, which is really detoxing. And I don't mean just from substances. I mean, what I mean is detoxing from the people 
and the habits in their life that are detrimental to the vision that they hold for themselves. So if there are people that are bringing them down, if there are people who are not aligned with what they truly value in life, if there are habits that they are partaking in that are toxic or that do not align with the vision that they hold for themselves, then let it go. Why hold on to it? Let it go and create space for something new, for new people, for new habits, for new experiences. And that's one of the hardest things to do is to let go. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) We're so used to these things and these people. We're so used to feeling miserable. Mm. And it's tough to let that go because we take comfort in it sometimes. Yeah, especially when those people are family. Right. You know, like, uh, you, there, there's folks out there who their parents or their siblings or their spouse is the person who's who's feeding that that self image that's not leading towards healing and love. So, oh, I can I can only imagine um, that type of choice, you know, and taking that type of action like that's massive action. Yeah, it is. It's it's a it's huge work. And if they can do that, it's like telling themselves that they can do anything. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it, and it's so crucial too because I'm a big believer that you know you are the people that you hang around, you are the environments that you hang in, and so if you're in a toxic environment, you know it, that's going to inevitably impact and influence you. And so if you are playing a big game, a game of of self love and fulfillment and and growth and healing, um, ensuring that the people you've surrounded yourself with and the in the environments that you place yourself with. You know, ensuring that those support you in what you're playing for. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So I want to talk about balance. Mm-hmm. Um, balance is something that I'm very interested in personally. And uh, my wife, Sarah, and I actually recently did a webinar on balance. And I know that you have a workshop coming up. Um, I think it's on the 29th and it's on mm-hmm. June 29th about um, balance and alignment. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's a topic that is, is uh, relevant for both of us. Uh, what does balance mean to you? Balance is really just having a a healthy amount of everything in your life. So not having, not spending too much time in your work and not enough time with your family, not spending too much time with your family, not enough time on your work. I mean, and it also really depends on what it is that you want in your life. So for some people, career isn't really a priority. For some people, family isn't a priority. What's the priority? And having a healthy balance of each of those priorities in your life. So what are some of the things that you personally do to make sure that um, you are experiencing balance in your life? I make conscious decisions to create the balance. And what I mean by that is as an entrepreneur, and you've probably heard this from other entrepreneurs, there's this like old wives tale where the harder you work, the more you'll earn and your success is really determined upon how hard you're working and how much effort you're putting in. And so I see all these entrepreneurs that are working, you know, 80 hour weeks and I look at it and I'm like, that is totally not what I want in my life. I mean, this is why I became an entrepreneur in the first place is so I could manage my hours. I spend less time in this business than I have in like corporate in a corporate position. And I choose to do that. And the way that it works is that I just work harder during those hours that I choose to put into this work. And then I let it go. And I let it go so that when my husband comes home from his company, 
he and I can spend that time together without worrying about work because family is very important to me. Mm. And then I have, you know, once a week where I meet with my girlfriends in person because in person interaction is very important to me. So it's about me consciously making conscious choices to create the time and space for the things that I truly love and the things that I truly want in my life and being and having those boundaries, right? So if I don't want to work past 6 p.m., but a client wants to speak to me past 6 p.m., I put my foot down and I say, you'll have to book a call with me tomorrow. It's about making those choices every single day. What what sort of advice would you give for somebody who um, has been saying to themselves, like, I'm always out of balance, you know, I'm, I'm never in balance. And they would like to experience what you're experiencing, but they don't really know the first step. What, what is the first step that you could give them? Well, really just take an audit of, of where you're spending your time. So if you feel like your life is out of whack and the balance isn't there, then take a look at your life and see what areas of your life are sucking up more time and energy and what areas of your life you would like to see more time and energy spent. And then just begin to disperse that time and energy and, and, for a lot of people I know that are listening, they're probably like, well, that's impossible. I can't do that. Well, you can do that. And the only reason you can't is because you keep telling yourself you can't, you know, I a, I, right. And I had a client once who, you know, she worked her way up and she's got this great position at her corporate job and she's spending like two hours overtime every day. And she was so upset about it because it was cutting into her personal time. And so I asked her, well, is anyone making you stay those two hours? And she said, no, no one's making me stay. But you know, I feel as though I have to. And I said, well, if no one's making you stay, then why do you feel as though you have to? So that's a limiting belief that she placed upon herself, that she had to stay those two hours overtime because she felt like that's what she needed to do to deserve this position. So we tell ourselves all sorts of stories and we make all sorts of excuses for, for spending more time at work than we do at home or spending more time with friends than we do at home when we really have that power of choice. Yeah, I love how you said start with that audit yeah. and, and you know, see where you are spending the time. And then what I also heard you say with your own personal balance is knowing what's important to you, like knowing right. what, you, what, you really, uh, what you really value, because then you can, once you have that audit, you can say, oh, wow, I'm spending all my time over here, yet this is what I say I value, and I'm giving a little bit of time to that. So let me, let me change those um, percentages around a little bit. Exactly. So what is your big purpose? What's your big why in life? My big why? I love that question because it's so grand and it's so intimidating. <laughs> but really, it's, it's quite simple. And my why, I split it up into three parts. So it's me. It's my um, presence in this space. And it's my duty. So for me, it's my big why is to continue on this journey to self-love. I was put in this position by the universe, by God, whatever you want to call it, by higher power to learn these lessons. And I am here to do so. So I will spend the rest of my life on this journey to self-love, constantly improving on myself and my being and my presence. For others, my purpose here is to help inspire self-love, is to help inspire people to cultivate that healthy, loving relationship with self above all else 
because for too long we've been taught that that is wrong and I want to flip that norm. And then my third um, is that I'm here to be a great mother, a great wife, a great friend, a great daughter, a great sister. I'm here to be the best possible woman that I can be. And that's what I strive to be every single day. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's powerful. Again, playing playing big. Uh, I I use the 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 phrase playing games. You know, playing a big game in life, and, mm-hmm. and so you are absolutely playing a big game in life. And um, again, I like that you said it's a self love journey. Mm-hmm. You know, journey. It really is. Hmm. So, who do you have on your team? Who do you have in your corner to make sure that you know you are supported so that you can play big games like this? Mm-hmm. I have you know first and foremost my husband. He is my biggest supporter, my my biggest everything. I mean, he's my best friend. He's the person that believes in me when I don't believe in myself at times, and it's so important to have that. I have my soul tribe, so the people that I keep closest around me, my best friends, the ones who are there to support me unconditionally, people that I can talk to and be raw and real with about everything. And then I have my tribe, you know, my self-love tribe, and that's all my subscribers, all my followers, everyone on social media, because I just find it so inspirational and so motivating to see them grow as I'm growing on this journey. Mm. So they can watch you while you're watching them. Exactly. Yeah. That's great. That's great. I asked that question because so many of my guests on this show will talk about the the people, their team or their tribe that mm-hmm. they've created and placed around them to help them do the great things that they do. And it just comes up again and again and again, the importance of having a tribe and having a community. And so yeah. um, I know that you're big on the tribe, you know, self-love tribe. So I mm-hmm. wanted to I wanted to, to know who was in your corner. And you mentioned your husband. What's your husband's name? My husband's name is Kevin. Kevin. That's mm-hmm. awesome. What's up, Kevin? So if he listens to this, he'll get a little shout out. And uh, I know you guys, you recently returned from a trip to Thailand. Yes. Very cool. That's the balance, right? That's you, you know, getting off the computer, logging out and uh, checking in and being present. Yeah. And you know what? He's an entrepreneur too, and he's got a team of 50 plus and he does amazing things. And 
for two entrepreneurs living in one household, it can be really easy to just work right through the weekends because yeah. we both love what we do, but we choose not to because we prioritize our relationship and our family and our time together. Uh, that that resonates with me. Uh, Sarah and I are both entrepreneurs as well, and um, we could exactly what you said, work through the weekends, but uh, mm-hmm. making time for those important relationships because it isn't all about work. You know, it's it's great to touch people with our message and what we do, but um, the self-love, you know, the self-love is where it's at. Yeah, exactly. So I wanted to talk a little bit about really the name of this show, Having It All, um, mm-hmm. because it, it is what this show is about, but it's also something that you've talked about recently on your blog, um, and it caused a little bit of a stir from what I saw. Yeah. So first, what does having it all mean to you? Having it all really relates to, directly relates to happiness to me, because if you are in a place in your life where you're completely at peace and you accept everything that is and you feel happy, that is having it all. And what I think the misconception is that is out there that is spreading like wildfire is that you have to have, you know, X amount of money coming in. You have to have this type of, these types of relationships. You have to have this, this, and this. When in reality, everyone's all is different. Your all is different than my all. And my all is different than my husband's all. Like everyone's all is different. And so to go after things simply because other people are going after them or simply because you feel like you should be going after it or simply because there's this weird false expectation that you need to go after it, that's wrong. And you'll never attain that feeling of having it all because you're, you're in fact going after the wrong things. When if you start going after the things that truly align with who you are as a person, align with your values and align with your vision for yourself, it's actually quite easy to have it all. I love how you said should, you know, right. and, and pursue, <laughs> pursuing what other people say you should do. And, you know, there's that that phrase, don't should on me. And it's it's yeah. so right, because that's another person's judgment, other person's perceptions. And then when we go after that, when we make that our, our, our big goal and we achieve it, you know, you end up feeling empty and hollow and frustrated. And so, right. uh, yeah, what I heard you say is that, you know, understanding who you are and knowing your values and then really going for that, that's, that's having it all. Right. And, and an example of that, um, and this might blow some, some female entrepreneurs' minds, but for me, I, okay, first of all, I do consider myself a feminist because I agree in women's rights. However, I do truly embrace my position as a, a wife and hopefully soon to be mother. And I absolutely love that role because I embrace my feminine energy. So for me, my business will always be second to my family. Always. As much as you see me out there doing the work that I do, my family always, always comes first. So when it comes to decisions where the business would affect my family in a negative way, I will always pick family. But that's what's right for me. And that's what feel makes me feel as though I have it all. To be able to put my laptop away at 6 p.m. and go into the kitchen and make a home-cooked meal for me and my husband, that feels good. Mm. you know. And, and that might not feel good to the other female entrepreneur. They might want something else. But if I went by what all these other women are saying you need to have, 
you know, you need to have these big businesses, you need to be making 10K a month, you need to be doing this, this, and this. I would never attain it because it just doesn't feel right for me. And it would be really hard for me to pursue it. Whereas when I go after the things that really feel good, it's so easy to pursue it. Yeah, no, it's, it's, you've, you've, um, figured out your priorities, Yeah, you know, taking the time to, to figure out what is most important to you so that you can say no to the other things with a smile on your face. Yeah. And guess what? That's self-love. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It really is. It really is. Yeah. So now when you shared on your blog, what having it all meant to you, mm-hmm. what were some of the comments that you saw from coming from, you know, folks online? Oh my God. Okay. So first of all, I want to say that I, whenever I see comments like that, I approach it with a place of compassion because I get it. It's just projection. It's just projection Mm. of someone else's fears onto you. So what I saw was a lot of people who were telling me that I don't get it, um, that they don't know. I don't understand their circumstances that they've lived a hard life. And you know, here I am having gone through what I've gone through and I get it. Like, I think everyone's story is precious and is meaningful and I have compassion for other people. But there was one woman who was really drilling it into me and I said, well, why don't you go ahead to my website, click on my story so you could read a little bit more about me. (laughs) Then you'll have a better understanding. But at the same time, I see the fear, right? That is a victim mentality right there. There's fear. Well, you don't know where I've come from. So life is really difficult. And I've been dealt a bag of rotten tomatoes. And it's like, well, but you're choosing to view it that way. Mm. Um, There was a lot of people that were saying that I don't understand because, you know, I, I might be going after things that are different. And sure enough, yeah, I might be going after things that are different. But it's because that's what's different is what works for me. And it's what I truly desire. And do you honestly believe that what you're going through is what you, what you're, you're going after is what you truly want? Like there's this big question of why. And a lot of people who are commenting on there couldn't answer the question. Why, why are you going after the things that you're going after? Really honestly and truly, why are you going after these things? If you have trouble answering that question, then you're going after the wrong things. Hmm. Clear, powerful. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, what was your reaction when you read those comments initially? Like, what was the first thing that you felt in your gut? Um, it was, wow, I hit a nerve. Mm. <laughs> Which means that it was really important to get this message out. I mean, I knew I had instantly hit a nerve when I was getting all the comments on that thread and people being very angry at me. And, uh, you know, there's even someone telling me that I'm feeding bullshit down people's throats, telling them life is so perfect and you can have it all and accusing me of all these things. And I thought, well, no, I'm not feeding bullshit. But I understood where she was coming from because in that particular post, I didn't share enough of my story. So for people who didn't know me and what I've been through, they didn't see the full picture. So I understood it. So again, it's a place for me to practice compassion. Yeah. Now that understanding is so so important. Uh, I'm a huge fan of of the book Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey, and one of those one of the habits is um, seek to understand before being understood. Yes, and so so to, powerful. Yeah, so to like fire back at someone and say you don't know me and you don't get my story when they actually don't know where you're coming from. Um, that's that's a recipe for uh, 
for confusion and for 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 uh, you know aggressive language and all of that stuff. And um, that's I thought of that when I was reading your blog post about how that whole uh, conversation, that exchange went down. Mm-hmm. And I love the fact that you followed it up with. So the first thing that you did was a video. The video, um, and I'm actually going to post links to all this stuff. So Mm -hmm. the video is called How to Have It All Without Sacrificing a Thing. And then um, then you wrote a blog post, um, The Key to Having It All, where you you talked about what happened with the video. And what I love about it was I scroll to the bottom and I see all these comments from people on your blog post that are saying, thank you, honor your truth. I love you for standing in your power and self-love. I absolutely love this. I mean, all of that stuff was was pretty fantastic. And, you know, that's it's what happens when when, you know, you're bold enough to put stuff out there. Right. Right. I mean, like you put something something out there, you take a stance and half the people are going to love it. Half the people are absolutely going to hate it. But, you know, just being bold and and staying by sticking by what you're what you believe in and your your message. Like, I think that's powerful and inspirational right there. Yes, it, it definitely is. I think a lot of people just are craving to hear the truth and are craving authenticity. And when you are authentic in your messaging, it gives others permission to do the same. Mm. What does authenticity mean to you? Just being real, not hiding anything, not giving, not dishing out bullshit, like just be real about everything. I mean, I feel like it just takes more energy to lie or to mask things than it does to just be real. And the the number one reason people are scared of putting themselves out there in an authentic way is because they're scared of being judged. Yeah. But I look at it as a filter. Being authentic is an automatic filtration system because it filters out the people who don't really belong in your life. Because of what? Because of their, their response, you'll be able to see where they stand or... Right. I mean, if you're authentic and you're speaking your truth and someone doesn't like it, well, they're not meant to like it. And that's okay. And you can take them, remove them from your life. But if someone really aligns with that, then you knew. I mean, it's like we grow, you know, growing up, I used to surround myself with all sorts of friends, all types of friends, people who would use me and abuse me and people who would love me. And I didn't really understand the difference. And it wasn't until I started becoming more authentic in my being and in in the way that I showed up that the ones who really weren't there for good intentions began to remove themselves from my life because they didn't align with what I would truly represent it. So it's like an automatic filtration system. If you are authentic and somebody doesn't like it, it's okay. They don't belong in your life. Mm, So what I'm hearing you say is if you, um, you, you, identify what it is that you stand for, what it is that you're about, and you're bold and authentic with that, two things might happen. Uh, People might weed themselves out because they're not interested in being around your energy. They might be intimidated or fearful or whatever, but they'll weed themselves Mm -hmm. out. Um, Or you'll be able to see who people truly are, what what their true colors are, and you can choose to step away from them. Exactly. That goes back to that massive action we were talking about earlier of looking at the folks around you and the environments you're in and seeing which ones support you and which ones don't, and then acting on that information. Exactly. Mm, That's powerful. That's powerful. Well, uh, Ruby, I've had a a blast talking to you. Um, I've really been looking forward to this conversation ever since we booked it. Um, having been a fan and uh, of yours and, you know, being able to engage with you online in the self love tribe has been a lot of fun. So 
I knew this conversation was going to be fun. Um, I would love for you to to leave us with a takeaway. Um, like, what's something that people can can learn from your story? Something that they can implement into their own lives, starting as soon as they turn off this podcast episode. Mm. I would say take a, a full audit of your life and take a look at what things are truly aligned with what you'd like to see in your life and what things don't really fit. Because if there are things that don't fit and yet you're still keeping it in your life, then you have to ask yourself why you're keeping it. And this all really comes to funnels down to self-love. So having that deep conversation with self, these are the types of things that you do when you truly love yourself. So take an audit, see what fits, see what doesn't, and get rid of the things that really just don't belong. Mm, Powerful. Simple, but not always easy. Not exactly. <laughs> Not easy to implement. But worth it. But yes. worth it. What yes. what is the result of taking that massive action and implementing those things in your opinion? The result is whatever you choose it to be. I mean, if you are willing to do the work and to put everything into action, your potential becomes so limitless. Mm, powerful. Powerful. Well, Ruby, as we come to a close here, is there anything you'd like to inform the listeners about? And uh, can you tell us where they can go to get more information on you? Yes, you can all head to www.iamru.by and hit subscribe. I send out a awesome weekly email called Love Punches. Like and that. they're based, <laughs> yeah, they're they're motivational, loving emails that offer a big kick in the ass to get your get you into motion. And I've also got some great um, group programs that are reopening coming up this summer called the Inner Tribe and the Reboot. So head there. You can also follow me on social media at I am Ruby. And if you're interested in joining the Self Love Tribe, find us on Facebook. The group is called the Self Love Tribe. I highly, highly recommend that um, you listening go to Facebook, check out the Self Love Tribe. Um, I'm a member. I'm in there posting and commenting, and um, it's phenomenal. There's just some amazing, amazing people in there doing inspiring things and really being authentic and raw and and just laying themselves bare and sharing what they're experiencing in life, and then to see the other members rally behind and, and support. And, and to see you share your story in there as well and, and, and your experience and your truth, it's all powerful. So um, if you're listening and you're curious, go on Facebook, check that out. And I'm going to have links to everything that um, you just mentioned, Ruby. I'll have links to all of that in the show notes so people can click on those. It'll be taken right to your subscribe page and all that great stuff. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, my final question that I have to ask you, Ruby, do yeah. you have it all? I definitely do. No doubt about it. Oh, there was no hesitation in that response. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Well, Ruby, thank you so much. Again, this was a blast. This was a lot of fun for me. Um, I can check this off of my my goals for 2016 list. And uh, I really appreciate you and your time and everything that you stand for. Thank you so much for having me. Two quick things before you leave. First, Did you know that the Having It All podcast is a part of the Fireside Network? Yep, we are one of the esteemed shows that calls Fireside Network home. 
That means if you ever want to listen to a show outside of iTunes or Stitcher or whatever your favorite podcasting app is, all you need to do is visit firesidenetwork.com and under shows, select having it all. From there, you can access all the episodes, see the show notes, learn about my guests and more. Second, I am very excited to announce that my brand new website is live. Visit MatthewBivens.com and you can learn more about me, get plugged into an accountability group, and pick up some free content like the Abundance Benchmark. I am all about helping you not only identify what your ideal life looks like, but also helping you on your journey towards it. I want you to experience more abundance and love in your life. So again, you can find out more information about all of that great stuff at MatthewBivens.com. Thank you once more for listening to the show, and here is to you having it all. Does your father know you're listening to this podcast? Well, when you're done, why don't you stop by and check out a show that is 100% dad approved, Dadages. Hi there, I'm Chad Higgle. If you're looking for useful insights and practical advice you can actually apply to work, family, education, philanthropy, and just life in general, check out Dadages. That's D-A-D-A-G-E-S, wherever you listen to your podcasts.